When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Miss Amy Phillips. What? Hi, David. I'm so happy you're here. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I love this. This is fun. I feel like we're having a little party. Really? Uh huh. What are you? <laughs> really? Yeah, I do. I do. What it's are you up to today? You now you're are you like in LA, LA? Or are you like where are you? I'm in Glendale, which okay. is uh which is LA, but uh it's actually Glendale. But uh I used to live in Los Feliz, that was more LA. But yeah, I'm here and um You are you're not from LA originally, right? No, I'm from Michigan. You are? Right out, yeah, right outside of Detroit, little town called Gross Point. Okay. So I'm a mid I'm a Midwest gal. Did you ever watch that show, Gross Point? It was on for like a hot second. It was Aaron Spelling. It was on like, I think the CW or the, it, when I say like one season, it was like one season. It was like a show within a show. It's great. You should go watch it. I am now remembering and I completely forgot that that existed. It wow. was like, it was before its time. Honestly, uh-huh. it was. Wow. It was good. And you moved to LA, I imagine for comedy. Like I imagine that was Yeah, I did. Like I went to New York. uh, I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts um, for acting. And then I I got a degree at Wayne State University and then um, popped on over from Detroit, went to Chicago. And then here I am in LA. And I've met all the big cities. LA was just home. Like you just loved it. Well, I've been here for like 10 years now, over 10 years. So, I mean, it is definitely home now. And, um, I do love it. I, I, there's certain aspects of here that I don't love, but you know, that it is what it is. Like I, I don't, I like living in a city. However, I also absolutely hate it, <laughs> you know, um, you do. but, but I do, I do love California. I think it's such an amazing state and it's amazing weather. I mean, there's nothing to argue about there. I mean, it's great. You have better weather than us in New York city. So I know. And I love New York. I really, I lived there for a short amount of time when I was going to school, but I just, I just love New York. I don't think I could do it now being, you know, I feel like I did it when I was really young and it was so much easier to do. Now I'm so set in my ways. I don't think that I could do it because you'd have to be really, really wealthy (laughs) to like be super. I just think now that I live with so much more space, I, I couldn't go back to it. Yeah. I've always said, like, New York's the best place to retire if you have a ton of money. Like, yes. you could just go to Broadway. I mean, let's hope we can go to Broadway again one day. And uh, yeah, you just go to Broadway, and then you lunch, and then you roll into your martini for dinner, and then you go home. 
Oh God. Now that is the life I would, that's what I want to do. Right. Like ladies yes. that lunch. And then it's yes, five o'clock museums during the day. Oh, so much culture. That's like a good way to do it. But you know, I mean, did you always know you wanted to go into comedy like growing up? Like, was that your thing? I didn't really foresee it necessarily. I just, um, I kind of, and I happened into it obviously with my interests and in being when I was in high school, I started to get into like plays and theater and things like that. Then later on, uh, improv and, and I got into advertising production and that led into, you know, impersonations. I was always doing impersonations. So then it just sort of manifested into kind of branching off on my own and doing videos. And then it's just so strange how things happen. And, you know, then I, now I have a show on Sirius XM on Andy Cohen's channel that I get to do Monday through Friday. And it's talk about the stuff that you and I love, you know, it's like housewives and reality TV. And, you know, the thing that I love about acting and comedy is that you have these larger than life characters. You can't find them anywhere better than real housewives or these shows on Bravo. So it kind of all came together. So it's just really a bizarre a bizarre and fun uh, unraveling of my my life. <laughs> Seriously. Now, I mean, this really is a question that I always have for people who are funny. Like, because I, I have my own opinion on this. Like, can you, like, you're funny. So I, to me, you're just funny. I mean, I'm sure you've honed your craft, but like, Thanks, can you really? No, you are. <laughs> and I'm not just kissing your ass, but because you're here. But like, can you teach people to be funny? Because I don't think you can. But you can well, disagree. that's a really good question because my husband is an improv teacher, you know, at Second City. Um, and I've taken so many classes, much like Ariana, she takes comedy, sketch comedy very seriously. So there's something to be said about that where, you know, we all laughed when Ariana said that on Vanderpump Rules. But it I think- It was one her, of the classic moments. It was. <laughs> it was very funny. Um, but I think her point was a lot of people spend a lot of time, you know- taking classes, taking writing classes, you know, to try to hone their skills. You can't just think that you can just jump in and be funny. And um, I did appreciate where she was coming from with that. So I'm totally team Ariana on that. But um, I, yeah, I think that you can teach certain skills in terms of, um, you know, improv and, you know, maybe having a better sense of humor, maybe kind of going along with a joke instead of shutting it down. I mean, improv, the biggest rule is yes and. So, you know, I mean, it's just a perfect example of when, um, you know, you're watching a stand-up comedian and somebody thinks in the audience that they're funny because they're talking to the comedian because they think they're funny and they need to be shut down because you may be funny like when you're at the bar with your buddies, but when you're at a comedy club and you're yelling something negative or something that goes against the joke, it's not yes anding them in any way, shape or form. So it'll never like elevate the situation. So when you're a person like that and you take an improv class, you realize, oh shit, when, you know, it's like, someone's like, that's a rocket ship. No, it's not. That's a priest. It's like, okay, well, we're not, we can't go anywhere from here, which is a, an amazing lesson to learn in life because you find that you shut people down. Um, more when you realize that uh, theory, you shut people down like left and right. You're like, oh, I shouldn't say no as much as I do. I should try to like think about that and add on to it instead of like, you know, having a negative aspect of it. And you know, the housewives could really benefit from an improv class. <laughs> uh, kind of. Or there would be no drama actually if they took an improv class because then they'd just be yes anding each other and it'd be boring. And how do you get into, I mean, because there's comedy and then how did you get into impressions? Because that's like, to me, a whole different 
that's level just, of that's comedy. just something that I just have always done on my own. Really, I didn't like. Yeah, I just have always been. Um, like kind of a mimic, you know, when I was younger, I would just watch like Liza Minnelli or Joan Rivers. And I would just be like, mother, why are you wearing a house coat? You know? And I would just like watch TV and I would just make, and then my, my teachers, I would just want that person who would, you know, talk and then do like an impression of somebody. So it was just always something that was just within me. I feel like my dad used to do that all the time. And he used to make jokes. My dad is really funny. So I was just following suit. And then what ended up happening was I loved to do that. So it just kind of you know, landed me in the comedy world. So then when videos and things like that, you, people, YouTube and things like that, you could start making your own videos. And I just started to make character reels and blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of how I fell into it. I, I never took a class on how to do like an impersonation. It's just something I just let, love to do. It's just fun. Because you had, you know, your people, you had Martha and Gwyneth, you had all in Ellen, you had all your people before <laughs> reality TV. A lot, I, I like, you yeah. know, what's going on here, Amy. That's so funny. That, those are some, uh, yeah, that's a long time ago too. Like harkens back. Because when I was in Detroit, um, I was uh, on a radio show for a little while. And I used to do, this was like when Martha Stewart was in jail. So it was just like, Ooh, oh, this is beautiful, beautiful. I'm making a shiv in jail. Look out you bitch. So it was just like old school radio, old school impressions. And then that ended up leading me down other paths, you know, and just, it's weird that I'm in radio now because that's honestly where I actually got my first start. And then voiceover followed. Like I do a lot of commercial voiceovers now and things like that, but it's really um, kismet that it ended up like radio every day now. Yes. Did you like <laughs> reality TV? You know, cause like you had all these other things before, like right from the beginning, yeah. like for me, it was like the Hills, the simple life. Like I no, was, no, no, I never watched those. Really? I may have watched the simple life, like one episode, but that was never something I never loved soap operas. I never got into the real world. I was not on the ground floor of reality television. It was not interesting to me at all. The so gateway was it Bravo? Yeah. yeah, it was the gateway was um Rachel Zoe. It's when oh, I saw that's her a, show. That's a gorgeous <laughs> gateway. That's that's like <laughs> yeah. uh, I I have knee pads on and bow to the house of Nizzo. Like that's I agree. That's a good one. <laughs> I love I like die for Rachel. Like I she's bananas. So like when I saw her, I'm going, This is like who is this character? And I thought her life was fascinating with you know what she did with styling and styling celebrities. And so that was really it. And then it turned into, God, everything, you know, New York, OC, every, every one of them. It's just because they just give, they give, they give, they give. And they're just like these crazy characters. You're like, who acts like this? You know? So Ra think. Rachel Zoe was your first, was your first yeah. impression in the Bravo Oh yeah. World. Yes. Yes. Yep. Rachel Zoe. Yeah. And like your first, like I'm obsessed with reality TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, and then did you just sit there and watch the whole Rachel Zoe, like, Brad, let's get into this, Taylor, let's watch Love all Brad. the seasons. We had some oh, Jeremiah. Oh, yeah. I, I was in on the ground floor of Rachel Zoe because I remember seeing it when it first started. So I just continued the journey. <laughs> just continued it, the journey the whole time. It was like a classic. It really was. Did you watch like the other class? Like, did you watch like Millionaire Matchmaker and like Blowout? Yes, Millionaire. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. And um, oh my God, what were some of the other earlier ones? Like workout with Jackie Warner. Workout. <laughs> yes. That like all those. Really I love that one. And blowout yes. with Jonathan huge. Anton. Oh yes, of course. And I was such a huge top chef. 
fan. Huge yes. Top Chef fan. That was actually, I'm, I'm going to lie, I lie, but that was my first reality show that I really loved, the competition aspect of that. But the drama stuff, you know, because I think they're separate to me. Like Top Chef is very separate from like Rachel Zoe and The Real Housewives because it's just a whole different beast. But uh, I love, I've always been a huge Top Chef fan. And then you just started watching The OC Housewives and it was like, this is a gift? Yes. And New York, like Ramona was really the next one who I did an impression of because Ramona just is Ramona singer. And I mean, how's, what's not to be fascinated about there. (laughs) That's listen, that's, that's a good one. Were you, so were you like, oh my God, like, you know, were you just like, did the light go off? Like there's so much more to pull from here. You didn't think I was going to ask all these serious (sighs) questions, did you? No, I love it. <laughs> I'm on the journey. I'm, I'm just I'm so, journey. I'm so curious. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause you had like Ellen and Martha and all these people you did before, but yeah. was this like, oh, this is such a rich playing ground. Like I could um, never I didn't for. know that it was going to last. I didn't preconceive that. No, I just was, I'm very much a in the moment kind of person. I don't, <laughs> it's probably to a fault where I don't really plan ahead. So in a way, I was just like, oh, I'll follow this now. Oh, I'll do this now. I'll do Ramona. Oh, I'll do Millionaire. I'll do Patty Sanger. I'll do, you know, um, it wasn't like, oh my God, this is an endless <laughs> barrel of like entertainment and material. I didn't realize that, but I do now. I mean, as, as 10 years have gone on, I'm going, I can't believe I'm still like learning new impressions that I can start, you know, because there's always going to be, oh, no, another bitch I gotta love. Here comes another bitch I gotta like you know, another housewife. There's always more to come. And it's just so great because it's never going to stop. It's kind of the gift that keeps giving. <laughs> right. I, did, I didn't know what was ahead of me. And when I started doing videos for Watch What Happens Live, they were like, we want you to keep doing it. And I just thought, I don't know how long this is going to last, but I'll just try until I can't anymore. And so that's and bef- what I'm going to keep doing. <laughs> and so before Watch What Happens, that's when you had your YouTube meet Amy Phillips. Like that started first, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you just started doing some of the housewives there. Right, exactly. I started doing like, you know, Rachel Zoe and then um, Ramona Singer, the Real Housewives State of the Union. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the earlier ones that I did, but pretty quickly after those two, after doing Rachel Zoe and Ramona, Watch What Happens Live wanted me to do them for them. So then when I did the videos, they would always be on their YouTube channel, on their, uh, actually back then on bravotv.com and then on the show. So let's just back up. So you're minding your own business. You have a wonderful <laughs> life, a wonderful career. You're hanging out, doing Meet Amy Phillips on YouTube. Now, what <laughs> happens? Like, is this Andy Cohen that calls? Is it someone like, how do we get the call from Watch What Happens? And tell me about that. Oh, that's a good question. Okay, wait, I'm trying you to You see the sick details the, that my mind loves? And real, like, the, yeah. I'm trying to think. I think I just got an email Um from someone at Watch What Happens Live about Rachel Zoen said, um, we'd love to, to, you know, showcase your clip on our show. Um, can we do that? Yeah, cool. And then I think I did another Ra- Rachel Zoe and I probably kept the communication with them. And I was like, I did another one, you know, if you want to. And they, pr- I think they showed that one too. Um, and then I did a Ramona Singer. Then they were like, oh, can we show this on our show? So then after maybe the third or fourth video that they showcased, they flew me out to New York to be a bartender and watch what happens live. And that was because Ramona Singer 
saw the video that I did of her and reached out to me and got my number. I don't know. Oh yeah. She messaged me and got my number and then called and was like, okay, so you know what? I really want to have go on what happens live with you. And I want you to be Rona. I'll be Ramona. We can be Rona together. So she kind of came up with the idea that we would do this at the same time on Watch What Happens Live. So that's how I went out there. And then when I met Andy, that's when he said, hey, we love your videos. Keep doing them. So then it was from there on, it was a nice joint venture collaboration where we would, where I would do my videos for them from, from there on out. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wait, I have another question. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? For me, listen, I love being the host of the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, but bringing you guys five shows a week, tracking down the top Bravo celebrities to bring you new creative content every day, that causes me stress. It causes me anxiety. I'm not even going to get into the lack of sleep or lack of a relationship. So I needed somewhere to turn. And for me, I turned to BetterHelp. I love BetterHelp because it's professional counseling right from the comfort of your own home. What they do is they match you with a licensed therapist who is a professional that fits your needs and the things that you want to talk about. So you may not have the same issues as I do. They also deal with LGBTQIA issues anger, grief, trauma. If you are having relationship issues, if you're in a relationship, good for you. I'm not. They really deal with everything and everything you share is confidential. So I cannot stress how much because of this job that I love so much, it has caused me some issues and better help really is a lifesaver. Right now, if you guys also want to start living a happier life, as a listener, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash velvet rope. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash velvet rope. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Velvet Rope. And as a listener, you guys get 10% off your first month. Try it. I promise you, you are going to feel so much better once you talk to one of their licensed professional counselors. And listen, so many people have been using BetterHelp. They're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. DM me. Let me know how it goes. This has been a lifesaver for me. Were you? It was you Ramona. Know, like, see, Ramona really supports women. See, well, to know women supporting women, she totally supported. And to this day, she goes, you know, I started your career. She tells you that. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Of course. Well, first of all, I'm shocked that Ramona is generous and I, I can't believe she actually came up with this idea to have you on, you know, because you weren't as well known as you are now. And we, Ramona likes when you're well known. So right. I've met Ramona many times, so I'm not just speaking out of my ass, but sure, so sure, that's, sure. that's pretty nice. Oh my God. I think it's fantastic. And that's why whenever people ask me, I love to give credit where credit is due. Ramona came up with this idea. Ramona wanted to do this. And she was really flattered by me making fun of her. And very, um, she embraced and always has always had the best sense of humor about me doing an impression of her. She's always embraced it. And even Andy would ask her like, you know, we really like, we really go at you a lot on the show with the Ramona eyes, you know, blindfold and, you know, Amy does stuff with you. Like what, you know, you're such a great sport. And she's like, well, I'd love it. I think it's great. Do it. <laughs> you know, I think it's really funny that she actually doesn't care. Well, I think Ramona likes Ramona. And so, you know, imitation is the highest form of flattery. <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. I mean, yes. So when you, you just got a text from Ramona, were you like, holy shit? Like, no, she called me. Wow. She called me. It was really funny. She called me and, and just was talking like sh we were on the phone already for like 10 minutes. Cause she just jumped right into it and brainstormed the whole thing. And then I was like, yeah, of course I'd love to. And then it actually happened. So, and wow. watch, it, watch it happens live. They, um, they have such funny ideas and like, they always just come up with really great stuff. So I think for them, they were like, I mean, maybe it was even their idea. I don't know. Ramona said it was hers, but um, I got to meet everybody who worked over there at that time too, which was great. Cause I still, it's still like the same crew, the same producers and writers and um, staff. And they're all, they've been there for as long as I've known them. Most of them, like the core group of people and they are incredible, like amazing. Yeah. It's listen, it's a great show that's come really far, you know? So good. It's so good. Mm -hmm. And it's funny too, because before I was on it, I was like, I love this show. Like, it's just so, yeah, it's great. I was actually just watching a random clip of um, like their New Year's Eve or something. And Kim Zolciak was singing, Don't Be Tardy for the Party. And, <laughs> and Jeff Lewis was there and like Tamara was there. It was so crazy. Do you so have a favorite Housewife song? Oh, a, a favorite housewife song. Um, yeah, it's for real, real. I love um, I Fly Above by Candy. Um, that's my favorite. But, you know, Tongue in Cheek. <sighs> Probably like Chic Say La Vie. <laughs> the Countess. I'm imagining you've seen The Countess and Friends. I have, yes. A couple times, of so, course. Of, mm -hmm. of course. I mean, we have to, right? <laughs> we have to, of course. Have you ever seen Erica Jane, though? No, I never have. It's a... Have you? Well, it's a gay man's like wet dream. It's like, a, it's a short experience. It's like uh -huh. 45 minutes, but I mean, it is, it's everything you could want in one lifetime, honestly. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember she was like, I can't remember the reason why I couldn't go. I don't know if it was baby related or I have no clue, but I couldn't go. I remember not being able to go. I don't know what the window of time was. I can't do the math. It I was like, oh, I hope she's around again. She needs to do more. Like, do you, how do you pick who you're going to impersonate? You know, because you have, like, or you just do, I mean, because you have a, a few that you do more than others. Yeah, yeah probably. I, like, 
Erica Jane obviously was like a no brainer. I'm going to get an Erica Jane. I mean, it's usually if like, and Ramona Singer kind of lived inside of me. I really didn't have to do anything to get that voice. I just all of a sudden was like, Pina Grigio. And I was like, okay, that's pretty much it. I just make my eyes wide. But uh, I pick if I'm inspired and if something to them stands out to me, you know, that I can embellish and over-exaggerate. If I notice a pattern or something, like for example, Lisa Rinna, I noticed pretty early on that she would say own it and hustle. More so before she was saying it a lot, a lot. Like first season, I was like, oh, she says like, you know, it doesn't take much for me to just glom onto something, even if they're not saying it a lot at that point. I just like, things will stand out. And then, so when I did that video, it just was fun because I just would just keep repeating hustle and own it over and over again. But um, I think uh, I just, you know, I gravitate towards people who are big personalities or, you know, have something that they say a lot. Uh, so it's just like par for the course. I, I feel like I always want to do every single one. You know, sometimes I just don't have the time. <laughs> I'm like, how do I make more time in my life to buy more wigs and costumes and set it all up? You know, and it's some of them are hard. I have to like figure out, you know, there have been times when Watch What Happens Live has said, hey, can you do a video of so-and-so? And I didn't have that impression. So I was like, oh shit, okay, I got to really figure this out. So it's almost like I had to study and come up with something, you know, uh, but because it's not always just there. I, sometimes I really, if it's, a, if it's an assignment and it has been, I'm like, okay, I got to figure this out. You're like, watch what happens, wants this. I got to figure this out. Yeah, totally, totally. Are certain people harder than others? I mean, I know that's a dumb question, but I would imagine so, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, vocally, they're all difficult. You know, it's hard on my voice. And I love doing my radio show, and I'm, but I'm constantly going in and out. So it's very taxing. But I kind of figured out a way, like if I've, Bethany is always hardest because I just like, I, like, I don't even like want, like, am I like my bitch? Am I up here? Like, I can't, like, I don't even like who, like, why, like, what? Like, if I do that for a long period of time, like, it literally hurts. <laughs> Bethany is it's one of the not... absolute best ones, though. I'm sorry. Bethany, I mean, maybe it's because I live in New York, but like, Bethany and Ramona are way up there. <laughs> and those were two of my like earlier ones, you know, but the Bethany is so spot on. Thanks. I, 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 it hurts because my voice sounds literally nothing. Every once in a while, if I start talking fast, like I can get her cadence naturally within, you know, the way that I talk, but it hurts to do it. And I get exhausted doing it. I'm like, how does she feel like at the end of the day, she must be exhausted. Well, I mean, I would think that Bethany goes to bed exhausted at night. That's what I would think. Like, I don't sleep. Like, don't you know? I'm like, how? Like, oh, what is that? I'm like, I'm like doing business. Like, oh, like I have like three hours. I was like, that's fine. Some people just can't, they can live on two, three hours of sleep. And I, she's one of those people, I think. I wish that was me. And I, me too. She's just got endless energy. Um, I, I need, I need my sleep, but. Well, I mean, like, and this is no shade to her, but like all my friends were like, oh my God, are you shocked that her and Paul broke up? And I'm just like, I, I think dating Bethany would be hard. And that's well, not shade. You're probably ruined that too. Remember when Ramona said that to Bethany about yeah. Jason on the Brooklyn Bridge? Yeah. Oh, you probably ruined that too. No, um, I was disappointed for her. Mm -hmm. uh, really, I mean, she's fine. She seems fine. I don't know, but 
It's always, you know, you just want, honestly, when you, we've invested so much time in these housewives, you really want them to be happy at the end of the day. You really, really want them to find happiness. You want them to be at peace. And it really seemed like it was working. I actually was shocked. I was surprised. So I know a lot of people weren't, but I was. I, was I mean, I, I was rooting for Bethany. Like this is, mm-hmm. he was cute too. Of so. course. Yeah. You know? I always root for our housewives. I always root for them. I mean, that's one angle that I really feel like keeps the positivity going. You know, I mean, I can make jokes all day and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I mean, these are people who are exposing, well, some of them don't expose their lives to us as much as they should, but. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, you know, I just think that they deserve a level of respect from me. I'm making a living off of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Are you shocked that like, you know, Bravo has become this big that this is your living, you know, and you could impersonate anyone if you really put, you know, you could focus on something else. Like, are you shocked that this is what, I mean, listen, this is yeah. my, this is my life's work too. So <laughs> I, you know, work, yeah. yeah. I mean, like I, I used to, Amy, I used to practice corporate tax law. So he, here we oh, are. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God. Tell me what Robin did. What do you mean? She didn't pay her taxes. She was Oh 90. yeah, I know. So what's that all about? Do you think it was just the housewives money? Um, the, she didn't pay taxes on her housewives money, right? I, yeah, I don't listen. It, it, all of them, everyone, I don't understand how everybody gets in trouble for not paying taxes. It's like people, mm-hmm. if you make right. a dollar, like you can't hide it. Like I, I would love to hide all my money, but it doesn't sure. work that way. I just don't get it. I just don't, especially like when you're on a show, I don't get how it keeps happening to different people. I, I completely agree. And I just am wondering when they're in these situations, like, don't they have an accountant? Because it never comes out like my, our accountant was dirty. Like Robin's accountant was dirty. Right. He was cooking the books, but no, it's never that. They never have an out. So it is, it's, that's disturbing to me. It's just like, I understand that you wanted more money. I think most Americans or humans or the world would want more money. If, you know, there was a gun to your head, mm-hmm. but you just can't have it. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's like, if I could just, I'll just take this now because I'll, I'll make up for it later. I think it's that justification where you're like, I really need it now because we've been in financial trouble. So we got to pay off this or we got to do that and we really need it, but I know I'll get ahead and I'll pay that later. And that's where you get into some trouble. Are you a fan of Potomac? Like, are you a fan of all the franchises? Oh, yeah. And I do, I do really like Robin. Um, I, I'm rooting for her embellished hatware. So if you haven't gotten one yet, please do. That's going to be a good housewife product. I think it's great. Yeah. I do. I really like it. I, I was like, oh, yes, embellish. Um, no, the real, the real question is, do you get the boy crazy Sheena Shea hats? That's what you need. Is she have a boy crazy oh, Sheena Shea hat? How do I know? She that? has like a uh, cut off 80s. I don't even. Oh, Sheena Shea is. Streetwear. She's going to go in on that boy crazy. She has a hat now. Yeah. You got to check out Sheena. Crazy? Oh yeah. Because you I know how that's like, like her edit? a little bit of a break from the whole Vanderpump um, crew. So I haven't, you know, I have a segment on my show called News and Feuds and it's every day. And we basically talk about what's going on, you know, on social media and what's happening in the, the real time news. Like, you know, real housewives of New York, they're shooting and like Heather showed up and then maybe there was COVID somehow floating around there. So they had to shut it out. You know, we talk about all that stuff, but um. 
for like 20 minutes at the beginning of the show before we get into recaps. But I have like not done any Vanderpump Rules news for a really long time. I'm just, uh, you know, I don't need to go there right now. Nobody does. So we're just taking a pause. And I'm sorry, Sheena. I didn't know about your clothing line. <laughs> Are you, do you think, no, I mean, that's okay. Like you're, that's understandable. Do you think, yeah. like, what do you think about Stassi and Kristen? Like, are you, do you think the show could still be great? Oh, I don't, uh, without Stassi and Kristen. Um, Assuming that it comes back, which I think it will. I mean, I think it's If they come do back. it, like, with, you know, surrounding, you know, Tom and Tom and Katie and, you know, James, DJ James Kennedy. I go to get my DJ James a fix. Um, and who else? Maybe Dana. You know, I don't know. Lala. Oh yeah. And then, you know, I don't, I just don't know. Um, I'm kind of feeling like moved on. I've moved on with my life and I'm okay with that, but I always feel like there's always room to see what they do. You know, I mean, so many times are we like, no, that's never going to work or no, I wouldn't be open to that. And then if something happens, you're like, oh, okay, I'm on board. You know, So I'm open to being swayed either way. I would love for them to just go to Vegas and just do a whole new reboot and just have everybody else move on with their lives. Except for Miss Sheena Shea. I think Sheena Shea needs to go to Vegas and bunk her yes, down. And I would like that too. I'd like to see Sheena. Right? I would like, want her to my life for a second. I want to see her. I do. Well, I mean, this is what I say. Like in the beginning, if someone would have told you like Sheena and kind of James Kennedy are winning <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. Like Sheena's yeah, the winner. Never. I right? Know. Right. You're right. It's a, but it's like a default. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a like default. A default win. She just, so is it really a win? No, nobody. Wins. No, it's not really a win. <laughs> what about like, is there anything going on now? Like you said, like on your show, you talk about all the current stuff, like any current stuff, like in the past, you know, three, four weeks that you're just like, huh? I mean, Ebony is joining New York, so that's oh, great. Yeah. Right. And um, Kathy Hilton. Oh, I'm ex- very excited about her. She's just a friend, though. I know. I thought with all of the hype that she was a real housewife, she was going to actually be holding a diamond. Then to find out she was just a friend, I was like, oh, well, we already knew this because we've been talking about this forever. People are oh, like, yeah. she's, yeah. she's a cast member. I'm like, she's not. Like, there's no hype. Like, she's not a cast member. She's just a right. friend. Not right. that there's anything wrong with being a friend, but I don't get it. So like- No, so, but we're and- going to see her like, what, three times? So and that's not enough. I'm no. elated. I've been wanting her to be part of the show for so long, ever since she started, you know, commenting on Kyle's photos um, and using it like an intercom in the house. Like, Kyle, are you there? Why aren't you picking up your phone? You know, uh, ever since she started doing this on social media and every time that she's on camera and pops into a, a, a scene, I remember when she said, it was like a party and she said to Adrian, she's like, oh, you're a magician now? Um, just the things that come out of her mouth are just so great. I, and so when I found out she's going to be a friend, I was like, that's amazing. Disappointed that it's just a friend because I need to see more of her. Also, I think that she's the connection to Crystal, who is the new housewife of Beverly Yeah. So I think that they're friends, and I think that's the connection, is that Crystal knows Kathy and as subsequently knows Kyle. Really? Okay, so I didn't know that was the connection, but that's that's good. I think that's what it is, yeah. All right, so we almost need Kathy now more than ever. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We, We always have, let's be honest. What's your favorite franchise out of all the franchises? Well, it's always been New York, always has been, and I think it always will be, for, for better or worse. 
I would agree with that. I, I would agree with that. I mean, the thing is more happens. I mean, listen, the martinis don't hurt, but more yeah. happens in one episode than like the whole season of these other shows sometimes. And I do really love the way that they handle drama. They, they just jump into it like a cold pool of water and then they get out, they towel off, they go in the locker room and then they get ready to go again. And, you know, if you ever want to see, make, it's, make this point, you know, all the franchises, all the cities are so different. And that's too what I really like about it. I don't want Beverly Hills to be like New York. I don't want Potomac, you know, to be like Dallas. I don't want Atlanta to be like OC. So I do really like them all the way that they are. Um, but when Bethany went, visited Beverly Hills or no, they were doing like a Hamptons event, a Kyle by Aileen too boutique, like a pop-up shop. Um, Kyle was like, are you kidding me right now? I'm doing a pop-up shop in the Hamptons. Or just be honest. Be honest about the pop-up. Um, but Bethany showed up because Bethany and Kyle are friends. You know, they've been yeah. friends forever, as we all know. And at this, this point, like, Bethany got into the mix at a dinner with Erica Jane. She was like, yeah, video, like, video's like telling. It's all grainy. Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> she ripped Erica when Erica was a new housewife. And then Vanderpump was at the pop-up and Bethany was giving Vanderpump a hard time. And, and it was just such an interesting dynamic because Bethany did not fit or blend with anybody at any point in any time. And it was like an alien in a different, in a, you know, in a different planet. And I just thought, this is amazing because Bethany plays, she plays so hard and the New York ladies play so hard. And it's just not that same vibe. And I remember Bethany calling them out saying like, um, um, Vanderpump's like, oh, you're lying. And she was like, uh, no, I don't lie. Like, you guys lie. Like, we don't do that. <laughs> it's so true. They play so different, you know? It was a classic. And like, to your point, you know, nobody really fucks with Erica or Lisa. But <laughs> right. now, <laughs> like, in, in your own world, sure. Like, you don't fuck with er Erica. will shut you down within, like, just like your yeah. static, Erica. It's like, that's how she yes. is. Like, yeah. One sentence, mm -hmm. but not Bethany. Bethany doesn't give a fuck. No, she really doesn't. No. And, and Erica's she didn't have like, anything to lose. <laughs> that was, that was a classic episode. It was, it was. It's, and it doesn't happen very often where you have that crossover. Iconic, an iconic moment. That was an iconic moment. Mm -hmm. What about Rinna? You love, you love doing Rinna? Yes, I do. I love doing Rena. Um, I do it on my show a lot, especially the Denise. Are you there? Um, I do love Rena, and she just, it, I totally was not team Rena this last season. I was very, I had a very difficult time with her choices that she made. I was like, Rena, back off. Don't die on this hill. We want Denise to come back. And I was really bummed about how it all turned out. Really bummed. I'm still actually. Oh, holding a candle for Denise. Kind of, right? Yeah. I think that Denise was running out of every scene. I think it was impossible for her. She just was not getting it. Like, she's like, I don't fucking need to do this scene. I'll talk air and I'm fucking leaving. It's like, no, wait, no, because this is your job, right? So you got to stay in this scene. But I would have really liked it if she came back another season and then learned from her mistakes and been like, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut that down. I can only leave or not engage with you maybe two out of five times and that's that's doable you know but every yeah. single i think but if she could have learned that lesson and i'm so bummed that she didn't come back but they just didn't back down off of her and that sucks 
I like Denise's second season. I didn't like her first season. Second season, I loved her. And I was <laughs> I was anti-Rena for like the first time. I mean, I'm like a huge- I, Mel- I love Melrose plays. So, and I mean, Rena gets that pass for me just because of Melrose. But this past season, I was like, this is hard to watch. It was because even at the reunion, she was like, even though it was funny to hear her say, you're such a liar, Denise. And, and Denise was lying. Like, let's also be honest. Denise was totally lying all about a lot. But at the same time, we should- she didn't, her feet didn't need to be held to the, by the, to the fire the way that they were for as long as they were. They should have backed off a long, long time ago and it could have been fine. It's just, it's very sad. It, it kind of burns me up right now now, dredging it all up again. I'm like, damn it. Just such a bummer, you know? Justice for Denise. <laughs> oh, I know. It's never going to happen. I'm so pissed she's not coming back. Do you, do you like actresses on the show? I mean- or are you not into that trend? Because I, I, I don't know if it's true. I read somewhere that Bravo is kind of like, yeah, I think we need to take a new direction here. Yeah, I heard that too. And it obviously is ringing true because Crystal Minkoff is not an actress. Right. I think she had a couple bit parts in the, you know, in a couple movies that her husband directed or, or maybe or not, but um, her husband's in the business and um, he's a director for like The Lion King and some other big... Yeah. children's movies and things like that. But, um, you know, I think that'll be interesting. I, it's so strange to have like an announcement and it not be someone of note notoriety that it was weird for Beverly Hills. I was like, Oh, but it's not like, you know, you were waiting for that. Heather Nicol- Locklear, you know, I, Nicolette I know. Sheridan. I want Nicolette so bad. Cause I think that it, I understand why they want to take a turn away from that. But I'm also thinking, well, what if you just continue to lean into it? And then the whole cast is just like completely, I mean, Garcelle's in the business. Rin is in the business. Who else? Who else? Um, Kyle's in the business. Kim has been in the business. Maybe they should just lean into that. I mean, it's Los Angeles. It makes sense. Right. Yeah. I I, I don't have a problem with that to answer your question. There have been times where I probably talk shit about it because- I'm like, I, can't, I don't believe a word that's happening in the scene between Rena and, the, and Denise because they're both such good actresses. That's the thing. So, I, but at the same time, I kind of really like it because it's this weird gray area between real and fake because yeah. you know they're putting it on, but at the same time, they're using a kernel of, of realness. It's bizarre. And then you're like, bravo to you to being a good actress. Like, Rena, this is, listen, <laughs> yeah. she don't need any role after this. This is the role she was born to she play. She really was. She really was. I completely agree with you. Like, and she's, she knows it is. Do you think Garcelle had a good first year? Yeah, I do. Um, she's tried to stir up some shit, some shit, and I respect that. I think she had some, um, some moments that were like, oh... Wow. Like she is the only one who has come at Rinna in a really, really long time. And to be honest with you, sometimes the queen needs to be checked, you know, sometimes. And I appreciated that. Uh, I did think she had a good first year. I'm really, really looking forward to the dynamic between specifically between Garcelle and, and um, Lisa. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think she did too. The thing about Garcelle is like, I don't think she gives a fuck either. So I do think if you come for her, she was like, she's not afraid. She's not trying to figure out how to work it. She'll cut you. But at the same time, she does it like in a nice classy way. So I, she got a lot of flack from a lot of people. I am a huge Garcelle fan, but a lot of people thought she was like maybe boring. I didn't think so. I felt something of like, if you really come from her, she will 
go there. Like, I don't think Garcelle was like in the corner trying to figure it out. This is my first year. Wait, I'm overwhelmed by all these girls. I didn't get that impression. I got the like, I'm here. And if you come for me, I'll cut you. (laughs) But she does it in such a like elevated way, I think. She tried to come for Rinna twice, but Rinna didn't take the bait. And she was kind of left out there. And so it didn't really work. Um, so- but that's like great chess. Ren is just kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, honey. Yeah. Like no, I am the yeah. man. Like I know, yeah. like I've been I like. I know what you're doing. I knew you were going to do this 17 hours ago and I've already gotten my next, like Rinna's just brilliant with that, right? Yeah. Because Rinna does things in a slow burn way sometimes too, where she'll get you back. She'll, she'll make a little note. She may not have been reactive in the moment, but she'll make a note and come back at you because Dorit trying to get her with those pills. And then all of a sudden were people doing Coke in the bathroom? Were you doing Coke? It's like, cause you talked about my pill bag and I was the drug addict. So, I mean, all you have to say is you're not. (laughs) So it's kind of like Rinna will remember. And, um, but I love that Garcelle was the only one who had Denise's back and she really that was a good role to have. I think that she chose the right path to go on because no one was there for Denise. I mean, Dorit kind of was, but what do you, what do you think of Dorit? Do you do a good Dorit? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I have a thing I mean, for- who doesn't, I mean, right. I mean, uh, we, here's the thing. If you do my taxes, David, I really appreciate it because apparently PK had a problem with that too. Um, yeah, I That's that's I great. I have a hu- I'm a huge fan of I love Dorit. I love what she's brought. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. I still can't get over that accent and it's been how many years now? I still can't get over it. Um I'm extremely entertained by it. I think that she has a a good heart innately and I we saw that with how she was dealing with this last season. I think that she can kind of cut through the bullshit sometimes, which is always really surprising with that accent. It's just really hard. But um I'm thrown off by what she's doing to her face lately and all the stuff. It's like kind of a Kim Kardashian. It's like a Kardashian thing that's happening and evolving. And I, I'm not a fan of that. I don't like where it's going. It's, it's, it's escalating quickly. It's, it's escalating very quickly. <laughs> I just with Doree, I mean, yes, she gets my number one style, but I just, I can't yeah. get pack, past the, the outfits. I'm like, that's 40,000. And they say that you don't own your house. That's oh, yes. all probably like 25,000. And now we're in another scene and that's 50,000. So you're not being loaned these clothes. So we just saw like $250,000 worth of clothes in one episode. And yet they say you have problems with your time. I, I just don't understand. I it. can't wrap my head around it either. I actually was having such a hard time with it last, the beginning of last season. I had to say, okay, I'm going to stop caring. I have to step away from this because it's taking up too much of my energy. So I need to just look past it. I'm just going to excuse it for right now because I can't, <laughs> I can't get hung up on it anymore. I mean, you got to just accept, but you're just like every other athlete. You're like, oh my God, like Balmain and there's Fendi and now I see Gucci and now it's breakfast and she has like, you know, Prada sweats. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. She has to be getting this close. Like she has to have a lot of collaborative hashtag ad deals, right? You, uh, I don't know. I would think Rinna, Erica, that would make sense. Mm -hmm. Bethany, I don't know. I just, I what do I know, Amy? But I just I don't, know nothing. I just I don't think nothing. Dorit would be the one that the collab. I don't know. No shade, but I just wouldn't. <laughs> what about like? Do you think the OC needs to get like just needs a major overhaul? I don't know. Um, I think that there are some problematic issues there that uh, uh, 
obviously people are not going to watch. I know that there's a lot of people who are not watching for Kelly Dodd purposes, perhaps more. Um, and I'm curious to see how that's going to unfold. What's the new housewife's name again? Um, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay, Vargas. so she's like, oh yeah, this is great. Hey guys, how you doing? Like that to me, I'm just like, what is happening? She just seems like such a funny character to me. Um, I'm not saying she's like a knockout, drag out, amazing housewife because that's not what I'm saying at all. I just think that she's coming in with a little bit of a, a wacky attitude, which is kind of making me laugh. She's like, hey guys, uh, I got these cheeks. They're new. Uh, do you want to suck down? Like, I mean, I'm talking about lipo and money and I'm going, I, you know, I'm pretty exhausted over your, the, the storyline of your life. We've seen it a million times. So I'm really bored about that, but there's something about her personality that's making me laugh and I'm okay with it. Maybe after Sutton's track, we're into the, like the little offbeat wacky. Oh, maybe. Maybe this yeah. is the new way we're going here. Yeah, this could be it. You're right. But you know, you can always use more wacky, honestly. What about Shannon Bedore? Could we have an appearance by Shannon Bedore today? I, 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 I've always been here. I've been waiting for you to talk to me. I, 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 I David. You gotta <laughs> love that. David, um, I love Shannon. I really do. I've always loved Shannon. I have a heart for Shannon. I mean, it's just, this where I'm at. I'm, I have I'm a heart for, for Shannon. For, you do? I have heart. I mean, I don't get into like I really keep it separate. You know what I mean? Because like, I know a lot of these people in real life too. So like, to me, I don't get yeah. into, I'm going to get probably a lot of hate from this. Like, I don't get into like, I'm not going to watch because of what Kelly does in real life. Like I can separate like, you can compartmentalize. And I'm not, yeah. Like, I, yes. Well, I'm like a Gemini. So I compartmentalize everything in my life. Mm -hmm. So I can say <laughs> like, I'm not saying I don't agree or just whatever with Kelly. I'm just saying like, whatever you do off, screen like i kind of keep it separate sure no I i'm like just entertain me for an hour please <laughs> and just and, be done with it yeah so like if i don't like you on the tv it's because of what you, you know what i mean it's like it's yeah it is what it is yeah and so much of um what's happening in there what's happening right now always bleeds over into what's happening on the show but not in the same timeline that's always been such a confusing thing for us yeah. to keep up with too now that social media is so big getting on social media and then you're seeing what's happening on tv and it's not it's not the same as what's going on it's just all very part of me is like at the beginning i thought just get them off of social media they really should stop <laughs> stop with the social media because it's really hurting everything but at this point hey look go for it let's just see what happens what did you think of leah mcsweeney mm, i love leah i love leah i think she came in like solid solid as a rock i'm really really looking forward to her her whole journey how about you yeah. What about, do you think New York needs a switch up after this year? Is it time for Ramona or Sonia? Oh, well, it's crazy that Dorinda's not there. That's just going to be really weird to get used to. Um, I have a weird feeling New York is coming for a switch up again. You do? Yeah. At the end of this season, you think they're going to get rid of another like OG? I think so. Yeah. And I, don't I wouldn't think, be surprised. And it's not going to be Luann. I don't think. No, I don't think Luann can leave at this point. I think Luann is so malleable. You could just, <laughs> she gets it. She gets yeah. it. She's yeah, like, I okay, agree. let's not get too upset in real life. Like you never see Luann yeah. really. She just like, that's how I would be. I'd be like, honey, this is the, this is the routing number for my bank. Just <laughs> deposit the check. And what do you want me to do? 
<laughs> that would be me. This is Direct Deposit, darling. This is my new song called Direct Deposit. One, two, three, four. Darling, one, zero, 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 two. Five, four, three, one, seven, two, two. That's my direct routing number. If you want to, burr, it's cold in here, darling. That's an amazing Luann. That's, that's her new song. It's have you routing number? Have you ever had someone like does do most people react the way Ramona did, where they're just like, "This is great." Have you ever had someone like get upset? Not that I know of. I mean, you know, and I don't do it for them. You know, I don't care if they get upset. I don't really care. It's not for the housewives. It's for me, and it's for people who would like to laugh along with me. We're we're laughing. Um. <laughs> I mean, at least I'm laughing. I'm like, Thank you, David. well, I mean, literally the first time I saw it, I was like, this is, I, I don't know who, I think maybe Ramona was the first impression I saw of yours. And I was like, okay. Oh, really? oh. yeah, it was definitely on <laughs> watch what happens live. And I was like, okay. I mean, it's, <laughs> but another one of my favorites besides Ramona and Bethany is Miss Fancy Pants Dubrow. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. Shams. Oh my God. Do, would you want to see her back again? Everyone is circling back to her and being like, Heather, you were right about Kelly. <laughs> I love it. It's hilarious. I had Heather and Terry on this show. And oh, really? So the thing is like, I love them. This is no shade, but like the night before, like my interview with Heather was released, something appeared online. It was like in Hollywood life. And like, I was just reading it and like, I was like, wait, I literally, this is how crazy I am. I was like, I think they stole my audio. Now that's not, that's like when you start, because Whoa. this, this interview with Heather, the answers that she gave oh, to questions. Oh, the exact, oh, that's hilarious. And like, that's okay. But I'm just like, Heather is media trained and like, bravo. Like, yeah. I, I, I wish I could be that media trained. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. I'm not, I'm like a loose cannon. <laughs> but so I, I love Heather. Like, I think she's just very, like, I mean, it's kind of like a Lisa Vander, like it's kind of like a Carolyn Stanberry from ladies of London. Like she mm -hmm. just makes it look so easy. Like everything yeah, yeah. proper answers. Yes, and, yes. Like, there's no slip up. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So it's yeah, like, there's up. gotta be a slip up. Something there's else. No slip up. I don't like slip ups. John Medellin. I don't like slip ups. Yeah. She's, I, I kind of miss her. You know, I think, I think she'll be ripe for a return at some point. Don't you? She says she doesn't want it, but I mean, I they, don't they all say? As long as Kelly's not on, she said she wouldn't go. So, I mean, that could change. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I just think it's too much. I think she she's is. the, I think she's the new Dorinda. I think all the stuff she's doing off about Corona. Yeah. Drunk wives matter. I just think it's, yeah, it's like. I think we're in a different world now, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, we're not. Everything's fine, David. You're overreacting. It's just a joke. It's not funny. Guess what? It's not funny. Yeah, it's too bad. Do you, what, fav what are your favorite Bravo shows, like, not Housewives? Oh, I love Below Deck. Below Deck is my jam. I love Really? You love them all? Did you say uh, outside of? Uh, yeah, outside, outside of, Housewives. of Housewives, you love below. Everyone loves Below Deck. I love Below Deck. Yeah, I love Captain Sandy. Gotta love her. Yes, um, I love Below Deck. Love Below Deck Med. Um, I do love Top Chef. I freaking love Top Chef. I took a real long hiatus from that show because I was covering so many of the other shows. It was hard to keep up, you know. But now, um, and I like my Million Dollar Listing too. You know, oh. um, 
Amazing. It's so good. Amazing. Like, I, do you like the New York or LA one better? You know, I like LA. The houses I, I, are, I, yeah. yeah. Houses. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, there's some, New York, it's fine. I just, you know, Steve Gold is so hot. And um, that always keeps me back. Honey, yeah. the hottest thing on Bravo that's ever existed in the history <laughs> of the channel. There's it's no insane. better. It's insane. Like, I it's talk insane. about him all the time on this show. You do? Oh my God. All the time. Well, kindred spirits, because it's insane, right? I but didn't know what, if it was he just made a me. Real mistake. Is, wasn't it at BravoCon? Didn't he make a real mistake where he got like a tan or something? He, he shaved. Ruined it. He cut the hair. I, I'd like the hair back. It's like short he hair recently. Hair. Something happened where he got spray tanned to the hell, like to the heavens, and it was really bad. Something happened like that. I don't know. Anyway. Who would sell your house between Altman, Flag? Like if you had to, or Tracy Tudor or David and James, if you could I hire like one. I like Josh Flag. You do? I do really love Josh Flag. Um, and I like his knowledge about the older homes, the classic homes. I am not, you know, I am not going to go Altman. It's too boxy. Like, oh, the bird streets. Yo, I want to I live in the bird streets. Um, I, I don't need to live in the bird streets. Tracy Tudor's great. And I know she doesn't fail. But I, I'm going to go with Josh Flagg. I think he's so funny. I love him. And I have a special place in my heart for Grandma Edith. So. Yes. I, I, I have a special place for Grandma Edith, about, too. I mean, how about you? Okay, so, I mean, listen, like, I'm a gay man. So, like, I will always be, like, most drawn to the fabulous woman. So, like, Tracy, mm. to me, is, like, just... She's amazing. I'm as obsessed with her as any housewife. Like, gorgeous. Agree, agree. But... From, she is smoking right now. Sorry, her body. She works out so much now because she's dating this trainer, you know? Yeah. So, she is, like so fit it's ridiculous sorry i cut you off but no i no no i've cut you off many too many times i interviewed her like at the beginning of quarantine for the show and she said something about like she alluded to the fact that like she didn't need to leave the house because like she had a gym and like a trainer like she moved her trainer but this was all before i came out and then just like a month later i'm like (laughs) oh honey no wonder why you're in like such a good mood no one didn't leave the house jesus so i love me some tracy tudor I love Tracy. What about um, not Housewives related, but you were on at least one episode of Cougar Town? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it's the, it's it was funny a because it's great like, show. I know. Cougar Town was such a great show. Um, uh, that Courtney Cox is, on, is everything. Um, Busy Phillips is everything. They're like, it was. I know. I. Yeah, I've done like, you know, and I've done sketch shows. I've done um, like bit things here and there. A lot of pilots, a lot of pilots that haven't, that never went. Um, And commercials. And I really, really, really uh, make, I I mean, before I was doing my Sirius XM show and for like eight, eight, well, actually, well, it's been over 12 years that I've been doing voiceovers, but really that's where, that's like my bread and butter. That's my work really. Um, is voiceovers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I love. As, is that easy work or is it hard work? Um, well, it's, it can, it can be really convenient work because it's hard. Okay. It's hard because the amount of auditions are insane. Like, and I have always had such an incredible agent. So it's like, I get tons and tons of copy these days. I can't even get to it. Um, because of some other projects that I'm working on, but 
like I, it sort of ebbs and flows when I can get to it, but I could be in front of my microphone doing auditions for like two hours every single day. That's a ton of work when you yeah. will not get any jobs for months. So you're putting in so much effort, just like anything, just like, just like any actor or anything like that, but voiceover. Um, but once you get the job, if you do get the job, sometimes it can be like, you know, a, a campaign and that's amazing. So then it's great. Cause then you just show up at the studio, you work for an hour and a half. If that sometimes 15 minutes, sometimes a half an hour, you're done. And then like you get money, you know? So yeah. it, it pays off um, in a very weird way because obviously the amount of work that goes into Tate 2 and the competition is like insane because of the amount of people in voiceover now and the amount of auditions, it's crazy. But it, it takes a lot of perseverance. It takes a lot of stick to itness, if you will. But um, I love it. You do love it. I do. Do you love reality checked? Do you love, do you love being, yeah, this is like, this is, this is what happens when you're a Gemini. I might like ADD is all over the place. I love, love, oh, I'm so, I'm so with you 100%. Trust me. I love reality checked. Yes. You love radio, Andy. I love radio, Andy. I love being on, doing the show. I love recapping all these shows, watching them. And then it's doing news and feeds is always such a fun thing because I can just riff on whatever is happening. I'll talk about like, you know, Ramona's post about the Great Gatsby party for like 15 minutes. And I'll be like, okay, well, that's enough for news and views. Let's go recap Potomac. You know, um, it just, it can be like intense stuff. It can be um, wacky, weird stuff about tweets. Just, it's great. Isn't it shocking? Cause like, even like within New York this past season, like the whole like Elise and Ramona, like, like you said before, it's just shocking how so much it's like social media is now the TV. It's like, it's almost like, it like for me, New York this past season was more about what was going on online. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's like a parallel universe. It's like a parallel show happening at the same time when you're seeing Elise, like Ramona Singer, she dealt me as a friend. She's got one less friends. I guess that means she's got 49 friends. <laughs> yeah. What? You're like, so what here, is happening? I won't ask you to do everyone, but I have like one or two more people I would love to hear from. Okay. Just some favorites. Yes, Sterling, I'm right here. I'm listening. Because like, you know, we can't forget our friends in Dallas. So we need to talk to the one and only Miss Leanne Locken. Oh my God. They're just Ian's David. I'm behind closed doors and I'm spreading rumors and I know the boys who did it. Damn. Yeah. I, what do you think? It's weird not having Leanne. It, it's weird. It's weird. I mean, I just, I just had her on my show here. Oh, you did? Oh my I, gosh. I love, I, I, I have a soft spot for Leanne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do too, because you know, there wouldn't be a Dallas without Leanne. I think that show would have folded pretty quickly. It's, yeah, you know, and her whole carnival lifestyle, it's just so intriguing and dark and confusing and scary. And uh, yeah. Well, I watched because I was like, as I was putting out like promo for the show that she was on, I was like, I found some like real of all her one liners. And I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, bow at these- me, bow at me. I dare you. Come on. Bow yeah. at me. Was that bow at me? What was some other ones? Like the um, hands. There was another, there was something else. You're just like- How dare is- you? <laughs> She's in her own world. Punched a trolley. 
And Tiffany was like, I take up for you every damn time. I love that scene. That was good. Stephanie, you know, was like, I feel like, um, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Brandy and I like really got there, but like Deandra and like me, I'm like, I feel like, I feel like they like, I feel, I feel like they didn't like work through their problems. And I feel like the show must go on. I feel like, is Dallas going to survive? Well, Stephanie, that's a very, that's really the question that I think, (laughs) I think that all the people that are on the Dallas show are asking the same question. That's my opinion. I agree. I think there are, I think this is Mm -hmm. an interesting make or break season. Oh, yes. Raise those stakes, David. I think, I think, I mean, listen, I don't know. This is it. You heard it here. Raise those stakes on Dallas. You need to get the ratings up. I mean, like the ratings for a lot of the housewives are down other than Beverly Hills. They were all down recently. Wow. So I don't know what that means. That's interesting. I mean, I'm not causing shade. I'm not saying the housewives is in trouble. I'm just saying like- (laughs) What I don't know. <laughs> like if people, I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know if no, people I'm, are I'm just kidding. wanting something different. If it's because of like COVID, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. strange to me. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to ask if we could, my good friend, Miss Teresa Giudice. Oh yes, that's right. I'm here. Okay. Here's the thing, David. I, I, thanks for inviting me um, for, for the Velvet Ropes. I love boxing. I love getting inside the ropes. I love, if I could, I'd be punching out my ex-husband. It's so weird to say ex. I'd be punching out Joe's for everything he did for me, but also buy one of his sex toys. Joe's doing well. And what about your good friend Margaret there, Teresa? Is Margaret with you today, Miss Josephs? I can't, I can't jump you know, into a Margaret. It's, it's like, it's not a solid impression. I'm still honing it. Oh my God. Really? Yes. I, you know what? Teresa's got, good. That'll though. be my next one that I have you to do like it. really hold. I have to hone down my Margaret. Is, is that what it is? It. Like, cause Margaret yes. has, cause so I'm, I'm really good friends with her, like in real life, Love. nothing, nothing to do with this else. profession or anything. Oh, how funny. Just, you know, she's like, so Margaret's like a character. Like I would think she'd be an easy one to do. I know. And I haven't haven't done it. Next season, I'm going to do it for sure. But you know who you do so good to? Who? The one, the only, Miss Leah Black. Oh, (laughs) thank you for even mentioning that. Because she is like one of my favorite people, by the way. Um. And God, do I miss Miami. And I just love hearing her name drop, you know, all these celebrity people that would come to her house, you know, 50 Cent. It just, what? (laughs) You're hanging out with 50 Cent. I don't, I don't know. You know, um, Mario Lopez, huh? So she just is so great. I love Leah Black. I, she's one of my favorites. Miami is just. I agree. I agree. I never, like DC, I understood why it was shut down. Like, right. <laughs> right. you know, I'm well for like a lot of reasons, right? Like, like the government shut it down. Right. <laughs> like there was no way to continue it, but I don't know with Miami. Like, I don't know if it was so expensive because this, I, that makes no sense though, right? Like it can't be more expensive than New know. York. I don't know. I don't know. I Maybe mean, it was the ratings. Maybe it was the ratings. <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think I, Andy once said like, the ratings went down for one of the reunions. And when the ratings go down for the reunion, that's the end. Like, cause that oh. should be the, I read this up. And I also, honestly, I think it's because partly because mama Elsa passed away. Oh, I yeah. think it's, she was like kind of a draw to that show. Yeah. Oh, such, such a draw. Right. But 
You have been, I mean, okay, one more, Danielle Staub. Oh my God. What does she do? Or, um, or, or Vicky or Miss Gumbleson, the OG of the OC, who I also have a very special place in my heart. I'm going to get so much hate after this episode for saying that I have a special place for Vicky and Leanne, but. Oh you know. no. I, well, I mean, you could, and that's fine. And I totally, I, I, I agree with you. I respect people's opinions and what, you know, but yeah, day, I do hold a similar philosophy to you, which is that it's almost like they're family, you know, and you can't really completely shun them because they're your, I don't know. I'm not making any sense. It, no, it's like, it's like, I'm not saying that I like, whether I agree or disagree with everything that comes out of Leanne's mouth, like that's not the point. The point is like, as a housewife, you entertained us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, the, brought it. Yes, I agree. Um, Danielle, it's so strange to think of her, you know, not, like I, I kind of worry about her, you know. You should. You, you, she. It seems like we've just continued to use her and throw her away, and I, I just feel a little bit dirty about that. Um, but I just remember her getting like real upset about something. She was like, "Everyone's against me: Teresa, Melissa, Margaret, Dolores, everybody." And I'm like, you're right. Like everyone, <laughs> and you're here because, you know, Teresa's using you to, you know, for the show. And um, I just feel like, you know, I know that she's not a great, you know, people, I just think that she's used and thrown away. And that's a little bit sad. I feel that way in a way about Dorinda though, about like, I mean, I know Andy says she can come back and everything, but yes, I agree about Dina. I feel like in a way, Dorinda, I'm not, I think, Look, Dorinda did what she did, but I feel producers were probably like, keep going and just kind of mm. like led her there. That's just me. Oh, wow. Interesting. Like I feel, uh, yeah. See, I can be oh. dark and stuff. No, that's fine. I just- I, I, I feel never... like, they, like in a way, I kind of feel like Dorinda was set up a little bit. Oh, little wow. Bit. Interesting. Just to kind of like, you know, like keep going. Like you're going down this road, you're bitter- <laughs> Bravo, <laughs> get more bitter, the, keep going. And then to be like, yeah, that doesn't work in our new world and goodbye. That's just, you know. Oh, wow. A little oh, bit. Okay. Uh, agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Who would you want back from New York the most? Because I'll tell you who I'd want, and it's not who anyone would ever say. Cindy Barshop. No, um. <laughs> well, okay. That's probably the Who last. Who would you want back? Well, I'm curious. The thing is like, I like it when like your story is different or not. Like we haven't seen. So definitely not Jill. Let me put that out there. Not okay. Bethany. Bethany's like won the franchise. Like right. moved on. Yeah. I would like personally, I think uh, Jules Wainstead, if she came back now, we got a lot going on oh there. Oh my God. That's so interesting. Or Aviva second. I don't think we've, I think Viva's story, there's, but I think Jules Weinstein, she is a mystery to me. Like, she's a mystery. And that, that was makes hard me to want watch. her. That, the yeah. eating disorder was, the eating disorder for me was the hardest to watch. And I think that that's why I wouldn't, I wouldn't want her back. Just, no, it sounds so bad. Um, but because I saw so much struggle and pain with her, and I thought, ah, uh, I would rather her like get healthy and then. You know, I'd love to see her, but at this point, I, I don't think I could go there again. Um, I wouldn't mind having Carol back at some point when it seemed right. Mm. But um, 
I don't know. It'd be interesting. Uh, oh, wait, you know what? I take that back. I want Tinsley back. Tinsley. Yeah. Okay. I think that would be fun. Espe- especially here. now that Dorinda's gone. Like, it'd be interesting to see her story without Dorinda beating up on her every day. I loved Tinsley. Listen, did you watch High Society back in the day? I no. did not, no. Well, you need, okay. You I know, ch- I, I can't believe that I haven't, like, seen that at this point because so many people have brought it up. I'm like, holy shit, how have I not, where can I find it? I'll hey. find it for you and send it to you. <laughs> and we had okay. some Dale Mercer on there. We had some Dabney. Oh. Yeah, no, it was, we had, but this is back to, when she went on a few dates that. with Constantine Maroulis. He popped up. Oh, right. I heard about that. Oh, my God. This was good. Amazing. Before we wrap up, anything else you want to cover? Here's one last question. Who okay. do you think, not to end on a negative note, who do you think are some of the housewife mistakes? You know, like, listen, there's a line around the block. It's so, this, You have to have thought this. It's such a hard <laughs> job to get, right? Like, everyone wants it. And then they make some casting choices and you're just like, you had 8,000 choices. I think Carlton maybe from Beverly Hills was a weird choice because it seemed like she was really putting on a caricature in a way. And that just like, she was very witchy and it's like, are you, you know, I don't know. And remember speaking of like million dollar listing, how crazy was it that her house was on the show? That was nuts. I could I was like, what? I I was like, can't Carlton just be in this scene? Like, why are we showing her ex-husband? Like, who the hell cares about this guy? I know, right? And Where's like her Carlton? Family. But yeah, I'll just go with Carlton. That's my opinion. No, I've, I've, hey, I've said that. <laughs> that's, that's been on my list before. That's a good one. Okay, how about you? You know what it is? So she was always towards the very top of my list. And once again, oh, I think funny. like, you know what it is? I think the mind plays tricks on you that the farther you are from the situation. Cause she would always be my, like, I don't understand why she was cast now yeah. in retrospect, now that I don't know anything about her and she's such a mystery. And like, I'm like, is she a witch? <laughs> now I'm like, now I kind of want to know more about her, but she was like on the top of my list forever of someone. I'm like, I don't understand. But absence makes the job. heart grow fonder. So maybe it was million dollar listing and seeing that house. But now I have maybe. a whole thing of like, wait, she was a witch? Like, how could I not have appreciated this? Right. Like, she just, at the time, it was too dark and goth. And I'm like, yeah, this is weird. It was. Yeah, it was weird. Maybe it wasn't the right time. It wasn't the time or the place. Maybe now it is. Exactly. Exactly. So anything else you want to cover here today? I always like to give people a chance. Everyone needs to check out your show. much. Yes, please check out my show. Um, it's on Sirius XM Monday through Friday. It's four Eastern one Pacific on channel one Oh two radio Andy. And you can follow me on Instagram at meet Amy Phillips and then Twitter, Amy Phillips underscore. And like, if people aren't sold from listening to this hour that we've spent together that are not already listening to your show, like you literally, I, I'm not just saying this, like you do the literally, I don't know. There's any other Bravo and Prestonish that does it as good. Like yours. Oh, thanks, David. I have so much fun doing it. It's even if it's not good, at least I'm just, I'm having fun. I'm having fun. I mean, I could literally watch them for hours. So personally, <laughs> thank you. Bethany, thank you. Ramona, Luann are all favorites <laughs> and Heather Dubrow. Those are the best. So everyone needs to follow you. I really appreciate you coming on. You'll come back. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. This was really fun. And congratulations on your pod. Congratulations on your show. You're killing it. Thanks. Thanks. Keep in touch. I love you dearly. Love you back. Amy Phillips, everyone. I'll talk to you later. Bye, David. Bye.
Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.